You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tatum gets a good look for three, puts it in, changes to Tatum. 18 points here in the first half. Jalen Brown, way downtown. Jalen Brown is three for three from long distance. They're nine of 11. Blown out on their home floor here in game two. Eastern Conference Finals all tied up at one apiece as it will now head to Boston for games three and four. Marcus Smart's return. What a bonus. Welcome on in. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksford with you. On a Friday, a ton to get to. Ryan Les is going to join us, NHL host on Sportsbet and Hockey Night in about 20 minutes with uh, an interesting story to tell us about what's going on up in the Alberta area with that uh, NHL postseason series, Oilers and the Flames. Uh, Mutt's going to be with us, 11 a.m. Eastern hour from WEEI in Boston on the Preakness and the Celtics after a game two. And we'll get to baseball. We'll get to whatever it was that Jake Hassan cooked last night. We'll get to a lot here on the show today, but... We got to start with what else is new? A blowout in the NBA playoffs. Non-competitive blowout over after a quarter, basically. And we've talked a lot about this the last couple of days. It's really hit us. Like, hey, how come to, how come every time we come on the show, there's not a good NBA game to talk about? It's because they all stink. They're all blowouts. So last night, just to go back to the, the theory of three-pointers are ruining the NBA playoffs, it's a three-point shooting contest. And last night, the Celtics hit 50% of theirs. They got uh, 10 more threes. Uh, that's 30 more points. And the, um, and the Heat Joe only shot 29% from three. 50 versus 29. There's your margin of victory right there. <laughs> yes, I bet the Celtics for everybody. Oh, well, if you would have bet on the game, if you had the winning side, it's not boring. Yes, I bet on the game. In fact, in this round, I think it's been pretty easy so far. I mean, we have a small sample, but I, I think as a show, we've been 3-0 and on all these sides. And there are storylines to talk about, but shut it off for the second half. I don't know about you guys. I'm not sticking with these games. Are you? Anybody Anybody stay until the end? Anybody watch the second half? It was yeah. over at halftime, 25-point game. Yeah. Nobody, right? Yeah. I was, we I was, were all on the Celtics with the plus yeah. money. Didn't did, We all did it, money line. Um, yeah. I mean, it, these blowouts are getting boring. I mean, it's weird. Really I don't weird, think we'll get but... NBA press releases about how great the ratings are uh, in this round. You know, yeah. I mean, if they are, they're going to be massaged, like you know, people that tuned in tuned in when tip happened, because nobody's there in the third and fourth quarter. I mean, like, just watch something else. I think that Warriors Memphis game, game one, is like the only game that was close. It was like a one hundred one ninety eight, or I, I don't remember. But everything else has been like a blowout. It's, it's insane. Last thirteen games, the average margin of victory is now up to twenty four and a half points per game. Wow, third. Teen games. The last game decided by single digits, Joe G. That was last Thursday. Philly game. That was a nine-point game. And that game was actually not even that close. At the end, they came back. 
correct. So last 13 games, margin of victory, 24.4 points per game. Now, if you go to the last nine guys, nine, in those blowouts, for the most part, in those blowouts, seven, seven of the 11 games, last 11, the underdogs have won straight up. It's pretty wow. significant. Just keep betting the money line. Just keep so, betting the all right. money line. We obviously are all, we're bored by last night, but <laughs> what do we take away from oh, yeah. this? It, 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 I, I, that didn't feel like just an ebb and flow. Like watching Smart back, watching the Celtics go off, I, I feel like that was predictive. Not that they're going to win every game by 25 points, but mm-hmm. I like the Celtics before the series. They got the split. They get out of Miami. I think the time was to take the Celtics to win the series was after game one. Uh, you look at it right now, updated series prices here on the Celtics. They are now minus 240 to win this thing. I will be surprised if the Celtics do not represent the East in the NBA Finals. They're better. Please. I thought I thought it was a fresh perspective talking to Brian Scalabrini yesterday because typically what people talk about with the Celtics are missing when, when Smart is not on the court. And it was a surprise that both of them, Horford and Smart, were there. But in particular, Smart, the much more valuable to the roster is the yeah. offensive end he brought up. Now, typically, everybody's going to talk about defense. That makes sense. Defensive mm-hmm. player of the year, that's his biggest strength. But what he does offensively and slowing it down for them, my God, 12 assists and one turnover last night. He was phenomenal. Didn't look hobbled to me at all. Didn't look like anything was wrong. 24 points, 12 assists, one rebound shy of a triple-double. Marcus Smart. Dude, the other day we were talking about the possibility of him being the Eastern Conference MVP or the Finals MVP, which if you take a look now, the best number you can find for Eastern Conference is 10-1 to 1 on Marcus Smart. I, If the Celtics go on and win this series, I could see the media that votes on that award getting behind that story. You miss Smart in game one, you're blown out. What if this ends up being a shorter, a five or maybe six game series? Celtics win. Smart continues to be a big part. Maybe he could take that award from Tatum, even even if Tatum's the highest scorer on the season. That's a great point. I mean, Scal was telling us, hey, look at his assists over, I mean, 12 assists? What was that prop? Like six and a half? I bet it. Four and a half? I don't remember, but I, I bet it. Thank you, Scal. I mean, his perspective was awesome. But that's a great idea, Joe. I was looking at him uh, for uh, finals MVP. I like that. Yeah, and that difference maker thought is real. I mean, especially if it ends at five or six. If it goes seven, maybe we kind of forget what happened in game one because it's a long time ago. But if it goes five or six, and the fact that, like, what's the common denominator? Well, he wasn't there and they lose. He's there and they win. That probably is it. Because Tatum's going to get his points every game. Like, you know, that's what it was. But, um, yeah, he was great last night. And that game wasn't competitive. It was just – it just was all Celtics. The thing that stood out to me was Jimmy Butler didn't get the help that he needed. Um, in game one, there were seven players on the Heat that scored in double figures. He didn't have that. I bet him under 27 and a half points. Oh, I just missed 29. it. I just missed it. <laughs> you got yeah, I, I wonder if the books are going to start raising Jimmy's props. I mean, he's had 40s. He's had 29s. He's... At 25 and it was, I think it closed 25 and a half yesterday. That, that, that number's got to start going up. I did like a alt, an alt points, you know, um, but I was like, oh man, I was so close. We knew it wasn't going to be 40, but he, that first quarter, first couple quarters, I mean, it looked like it was going to hit the under, but then he just had a, he, he took off. Um, so. 
That was Miami's first playoff loss last night in their eighth game. So 7-0, and, oh, and yeah. they lose that one. And through these two games, <laughs> you have to say that Boston, even though they got the split, they got what they wanted, right? A road split, mm-hmm. going back home now. They've dominated. They've won every quarter but the one big one. We, we addressed that yesterday, how it was a one-quarter game, even though it was a blowout. It was about that one quarter for the Heat. What was that, the third quarter in game number one when they just started yeah. and they just uh, went off to start that second half? They've won one quarter out of eight. In other words, Celtics have won seven out of eight. So that, that might be something else to take a look at. And, yeah, I mean, we might, go, we might be uh, looking back at this yeah, pretty soon and say, oh, that was funny. Remember when the Celtics were underdogs in that series after game one? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Yeah, we, we, of course. It reminds, yeah. yeah, we did it in the, we did it each of the last two rounds. Early on, it was like, wait, what are we doing here with the series I changing? I mean, the Heat have looked like a good team, but the Celtics, you know, since January, have just looked really good in their depth as well, so... It's not a surprise. And it doesn't matter where they're playing. You always want to be at home, but they have a lot of road victories. They're 5-2 and two on the road in the playoffs. Listen to the teams they've beaten on the road. Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Miami. I mean, when you look at that road before the seasons, before the playoffs get going, you're thinking, oh, that's going to be tough. They could do it, but it's going to be tough. And not only are they beating these teams, they're beating them in their house. Let's not forget that this point when they go into Golden State in two weeks and they steal a game one or, or steal a game two because that, that very likely uh, could happen here moving forward. All right. Uh, and then one other thing I thought about as we talk about these big blowouts and, and Joe, mm-hmm. you went over the margin of victory. I wonder if we're going to start seeing bigger lines as the books adjust. If, if, the, if it's blowouts, we got to start making the team we think is going to win that game a bigger favorite because they're blowing them out. So I think to, we are. Yeah, I think right? we're, we're getting there. Yeah, but it all it creates an opportunity on both sides for the books to make it a bigger number, but for us, like, all right, at some point Miami's going to win another game in this series, right? I don't think they're going to lose in five. They're plus two twenty on the money I, line in Game Three. I I don't think it's an outrageous thought to think the Celtics could win four in a row as long as they're healthy. They could, but I'm just saying, yeah. like, wherever we think the moment is where a dog's going to come in and win, mm-hmm. it, the money line's going to start growing. I mean, if if the number is six, it's six and a half in Game Three. And I, I would I would think Boston wins game three, but it's plus 220 on Miami. Like now all of a sudden we're like, wait, don't take the points. Take the money line because that's what happens in the playoffs. Well, think about where we were. Game one, and I know the injuries, it was Miami four and a half. Right. And now we're looking at Boston six and a half, basically because of Marcus Smart. And Horford helped. 
and the home court for the game yeah. three. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, that's the home court is not a ten and a half point adjustment. No. 10 to Eleven point adjustment is all I'm saying. No. Really quick, OG Plus said smart drop from sixty to one to eleven to one for Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Yep, yep. But he I, bet it yesterday because Scal brought it up. Well, Marcus Smart is Mr. Or, or the show brought it up, Aaron. <laughs> this very show that you're on talking about it. We got it out of our great guest, Brian Scalberini. Anyway, Marcus Smart is the odds mover, isn't he? I mean, think about it. During that regular season, the defensive player of the year, was he 250 to 1? Then he wins the whole thing. Then he's 60 something to 1 or whatever. And maybe he'll win the uh, conference finals MVP. All right. So we'll get to the game tonight. Mavericks and Warriors coming up later on. It's a six point number for the Warriors tonight in game two. Uh, quickly on the baseball and hockey last night. Baseball. Padres beat the Phillies. We were on that yesterday. Phillies offense yep. without Bryce Harper just decided it's just not going to show up. Um, and one quick thing on the Phillies, or just baseball and NL East in general, that there might be a moment here coming up soon. The Mets lost Max Scherzer for six to eight weeks. Mm. I don't know who it is. We do this every summer. Uh, Who's the NL East team to bet? Come on. Seriously? It's a real really? question. Look, look at him coming around. Look at, look at this. No, I, well, around. I mean, there's also the Marlins. <laughs> there's also the, the, Bra- the Braves. Okay. Go ahead. Take those teams. I'll take my fills. If if I I will gladly take the Braves. I'll, I'll figure it out with the Atlanta Braves. Always figure it out. We'll get we'll get to some baseball stuff coming up with some futures. But that's interesting. Scherzer sure, out six to eight weeks, and obviously Degrom uh, nowhere close to coming back. Vince Velasquez day. What do we think about that? I I knew the White Sox would hit. I told you yesterday was the day they had a hit. Otherwise, I was done with them. They hit. Yeah, they had to. They had to. That you know that's. It was a, if, if they were facing a decent starter, I'm curious what they would have done. Probably I guess they it. faced decent starters uh, the other days against Kansas City. But, uh, yeah, I'm not willing to say that the White Sox are back. Tim Anderson's a player. He he has been having – overall, the team hasn't had a great series. But by himself, he's trying to lift that team up. And he's really popping as far as leaders in the American League. at some of the 80 to 1. Up. 80 you look to at one for MVP. Yeah, when 80. you look at those numbers, he's a uh, he's in the team picture for a lot of them. So it's worth considering. I don't know if people outside of Chicago pay attention to him, but they but they do here. And man, the other day we asked the question, who is the dude on that team? Even though even though Abreu has that MVP in his back pocket from a couple of years ago, it's probably TA. Probably TA, because Loy can't stay healthy, you know. Robert hasn't completely broken out, even though he has strong numbers as well. Uh, he's he's a voice, he's a face of that team. So if they they're strong moving forward, it's probably going to be due to Tim Anderson. What would he have to do? Hit three fifty? How, how does he break through the Otanis and the Trouts and the Judges? It, something has to pop for him to really be an MVP, right? Three fifty win the batting title. He's been he's been a batting champion, so that do it again. But is it something unique, 370, like something no one's done in a while? Like, what does he have to do? Yeah, it's it's going to be challenging. It's comp all the time, like with a similar slash line. So pulling up Jimmy's, I mean, probably not work this, these days, but 296, 344, 531. So 875 OPS, 20 triples. That was a big thing that year, 38 doubles. Was it 2020-2020? Didn't he have 20 stolen bases, doubles, triples, homers maybe? Yes. Yep, 94 RBI, so call it 100, and yeah. I don't don't even know if that gets it done, though. 
No, it doesn't. Not not with the numbers that we follow today. And Trout's already a full win ahead of him. Judges a, f- a full win, and Fangraphs were ahead of him. Devers, Jose Ramirez. I mean, to beat all those guys, that's yeah. he's an old school MVP. He's like yeah. a, he's an old school right. MVP. He he would win right. back in the day. Yesterday we did get an upset in hockey. Quickly, we got the Blues over the Avalanche last night to even that series one one, and then we get the Lightning. I mean, it's the, it's what the Lightning do. They just win in the playoffs. They, they won with 3.8 seconds left in that game. Phenomenal. They're, they're out to a 2-0 lead. Vasilevsky has been awesome for the Lightning. They're up 2-0. People have, can't wait to bet against them. But here they are. They keep on winning. They're up 2-0. You mentioned uh, the, the St. Louis upset. They were better than 2-1 to one to win that one. Bennington, phenomenal. So the goaltender's really carrying the weight. With the two winners last night. And unders go 2-0. and Unders keep on hitting. Last five days of hockey. I told you it's going to flip. It's flipping, and the numbers are still high on the totals. 8-2-1 and one last five days of hockey to the under. We knew it, we knew it would eventually switch and flip, and it has. All right, speaking of hockey, Ryan Leslie is going to join us next. NHL host on Sportsnet, Sportsnet and Hockey Night. Ryan Leslie on the Battle of Alberta, the Oilers maker 50-50. I can't wait to talk to Ryan coming up next right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.